This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Patriots fans, who's ready to get back to the 2023 season? Hey, I wanted to explain to you real quick. See this thing? This is a Super Bowl logo. This, when you're a good team, you go to games where they give out merchandise and I make see, merchandise. All right. They, they don't actually have logos for like the third pick uh-huh. in the draft. Yeah, and see this. Uh, this is the logo of when the team used to be consistently pretty terrible as well, which is why overblown. I, I, I overblown. Am, I, am, I push I, back on that. I push no, back. I know. On Listen, that. late seventies, they were great. They got hosed against the Raiders. They and were never they were bad but, for more than three or four or five years. They so this is sort of on brand, I guess. Oh, we're we're knocking on the door of being too long of a suck fest. Uh, I don't know yeah. how well that one's going to fit on a banner or a T-shirt. You're going to have to workshop that one, Hart. Uh, but we'll see. Anyway, we're back from the bye. We personally are rested and refreshed, though we did flood the feed with a week's worth of high-quality content last week to keep you, the diehards, the Pats pals, and the Foxborough faithful abreast of to everything that was going on in the wide world of Patriots, the NFL, and more. We are back now on track. Your New England Patriots off the bye, coming home from Frankfurt at the following the 10-6 de- defeat at Waldenstad to the Colts. They now prepare for a Thanksgiving feast, and then they're going to make their way to Tommy DeVito's house. Hey, suddenly this is a much more interesting game. Patriots will be traveling Sunday to North Jersey, MetLife Stadium, 1 o'clock, in a game many believe to be a tank bowl, a toilet bowl, or whatever kind of bowl you want to call it, Andy, uh, for two teams that were racing their way to the second or possible third pick overall. But to what do my wondering eyes would appear Sunday, but a New York Giants team that defeated the same Washington football team or the Washington commanders that beat you in your house a few weeks back, 20 to 17, Tommy DeVito and company took advantage of the six turnovers issued by Sam Howell and company en route to a 31, 19 stunner, which by the way, ruined my wins parlay on Sunday. Thanks a lot, Washington. 
Uh, oh, by the way, we're brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash six rings to once again get our bets of the week. Take advantage of their wonderful same game parlays. No sweat first bets. And of course, don't forget, fade Fitzy, whatever I bet. Bet the opposite and chances are it'll be a Merry Christmas for all. Indeed, uh, but this game yeah. is interesting because... Now it's fascinating. Well, in a weird way, yes. I mean, there's a lot of storylines that... <laughs> well, yeah, in a macabre sort of way. Yeah, game. they're not necessarily game-related. It's more like, hey, is the Patriot Way dying off in multiple cities? We already killed off McDaniels and company out in Vegas. Should we uh, put uh, a bullet in Belichick and Dable in New York and New England, respectively, in terms of what they're doing? Um, the DeVito thing where... I I, stat line, he already has more games with multiple touchdown passes than Ryan Pickett does in his career. Uh, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, he has more. Did you just combine Ryan Tannehill and Kenny Pickett into one super terrible quarterback? I bet you there's a Ryan Pickett out there somewhere. There is. I, there's a very good chance Tommy DeVito, Mr. Sunday Sauce himself, has more three touchdown games than Ryan Pickett and or Kenny Pickett. And I don't even think Daniel Jones. I, I think he now has as many three touchdown games as Daniel Jones, which is Stunning. I mean, the Giants were just a disaster. The laughing stock of the NFL after Tyrod Taylor got hurt. Daniel Jones hurt, comes back, tears his ACL, $45 million to sit and recoup. That must be nice. Uh, and then Tommy DeVito puts on a show. They got Saquon Barkley running wheel routes, catching touchdowns in the end zone. Darius Slate. See, exactly. Like he's crap. Be- Ryan Pickett was the nose tackle of the Green Bay Packers from 2006 to 2013. Before that, he spent five years as the nose tackle for the St. Louis Rams. So All right. I saw him play quite a bit, and he was entrenched and burned in my mind. Tommy DeVito still has more three-touchdown games yeah. than Ryan Pickett and Kenny Pickett. All the Picketts. Six Pick two. it, flick it, wherever you want to stick it. It doesn't matter. The Giants actually tried. And I, I think a, a football nation was stunned, Andy, that the New York Giants were out there gaming playing and trying but that's what at these teams they're not no, going to try to lose that's the thing no that's, one tries to lose right. for three hours on sunday or thursday or saturday or fridays being added this week or mm. monday well we do but i think it might be easier if we just say instead of listing the the times when there are patriots games or nfl games played let's just say they don't play on tuesday and wednesday that's it mm. other than that they play monday thursday friday saturday sunday Oh my! Are there no Saturday games this week? Well, because this, this is a week, big, but they're coming this week. They're coming soon. Yes, this actually is a, and and we'll get into this a little bit later in the back half of the podcast as well. But uh, this is a big college football Saturday as well because you oh, yeah. have a, a de facto playoff game Saturday at nooner between the 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 cheaters of the Midwest, the Patriots of the College Midwest, Michigan against uh, OH. Wait, uh, are we pretending Ohio State doesn't cheat? Because I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do as well. They're, they're, you ain't cheating. You ain't trying in the Big Ten, in right. the top of the Big Ten, and that that war. I mean, it's somehow, you know, I know the joke is always, I don't know if this is still allowed, like Iraq and Iran, when those teams get together, who am I rooting for? Like, I have no desire to mm-hmm. see the Ohio State or Michigan um, win, so I can root for, a, I guess, scoreless tie. Scoreless tie would work for it's me. probably um, not going to happen. You never Just know. Just letting you know. Just you letting you know, know, I wouldn't put my money, not that there's much left in my account at FanDuel, but I wouldn't. But you're wrong a lot, so there is a chance it could be. All right, so that you, you should probably fade Fitzy. There you go, Andy. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Uh, all right, so your 2-8 and eight Patriots travel down to MetLife Sunday to take on the 3-8 and eight Giants, who showed some real signs of life on both sides of the ball Sunday against Oh, yeah, the that was my point. Sorry, real quick. It's the Commanders, um, yes. No one loses on game day. Uh? They lose during the week. 
I've got lots of them, by the way. Have you got my new one where, where losing is undefeated? It crushes people, teams, organizations, everybody. Mm-hmm. Souls, losing everything, is undefeated, right? everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one loses or tanks on game day. They lose or tank during the week or when they submit their active list or when they decide their game plan, those types of things. No one will ever, and I I, I mean, aside from maybe a few, as the color commentators like to say, business decisions mm-hmm. where, hey, that really big guy's coming at me fast. Oh, I fell down before he got here. Shame. Someone made run. a business decision. Correct. Um, but people compete. They are, as Jelani Tavai has said, professionals. They are. Right working for their next job. I don't think you want to be labeled a quitter or a guy who gives up or any, you know, a tanker as an individual, anything like that. But you can make decisions. Like, sure. hey, the the damnedest thing. Patriots have a big decision this week. Who gonna play quarterback? Who knew that what's his name? DeVito. What's his first name? Tony? Tommy DeVito. Tommy. Tommy. T- TD. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, did you see the picture of him Danny. looking like he walked straight off central casting set for like a Sopranos reboot with a gold necklace that had the initials TD on it? I mean, this kid is something else. He is something else, but who to think, who to thunk that in this game, the known commodity at quarterback would be DeVito. Tommy. De- <laughs> like that's the known commodity. He's Tommy. You mean Tommy fight. who lives at home? Yeah. Um, Whereas for the Patriots, so it's Monday. We're recording this on Monday. Bill O'Brien yep. has spoken. Bill O'Brien has said, well, you know, Mac was out there last week, but so was da- uh, Bailey and so was Will Greer. And I'll continue to get all three ready until Bill Belichick tells me who's playing. I would also open the door for multiple quarterbacks. I don't eliminate that possibility of multiple quarterbacks playing yet again. Well, now I'm going to and now I'm going to incantate you and say, like, if you have multiple quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Oh, it's quite clear they have no quarterbacks, and that's the problem. So I was called out on Twitter, rightly so. I thought when Mac was pulled in Germany after he made the worst throw I've ever seen in my life, that may have been the final throw of his Patriots career. I thought so. Was I th- so I thought as well. We said as much on the post game show, and a lot of people happened to agree with us, including our very own Christian Fourier. Except once you like have a couple beers and then cool off and then sleep on it and then wake up, and then sleep on it again, and, oh, we got a bye week to really think about this, you realize he's still the best option, no matter how sucky he is, no matter how broken he is. But he's broken. So are the other guys. They were broken at birth. They're not that good. Sorry, that's disrespectful. I didn't mean to be that mean to you guys. But Hold on. Wait a second. No, I know they're not that good, but just... I, I, by the way, Bill O'Brien did not include Malik Cunningham in the. Thank God. I don't want to hear it. Good. I don't want to hear anything else about you know Malik mania or what? like Malik. Nope. I'm done. I'm good. To hang our hats on. See now, if I don't have something to hang my hat on, watch. Look, there's there's no hook here. It just falls. Right. That's ex- and that's exact good. And that's the Malik Cunningham 2023 regular season in a gif right there. Thank you for that. It. It's it, it ain't happening. Let's just let it go. Okay. Let it go. Let it go. Then who are you rooting for to win the quarterback competition that's taking place apparently on the practice fields of Foxborough? I would personally, I'd like to see. Give me a game of Greer. I I will. I'll take a oh, the game. old Greer, the guy yeah, the who old Greer zero touchdowns and four interceptions in his yeah. two starts five years ago. He's older than Patrick Mahomes, but let's yep. give the young guy a chance. Bring up Greer from the rear. Have no fear. Greer is here. Why not? I. Andy, he's not an NFL starting oh, quarterback. Okay. All right, hold on. Let's pull back. Well, I mean, if he if he gets in there Sunday, he will actually he will prove nope, you wrong nope, on that. No, but no, we'll no. find out. Yep. Another if he starts old, Sunday, he will be an NFL starting nope. quarterback. No, no, no. Another old Andy Hart adage. 
There oh, are boy. starting quarterbacks and quarterbacks that start games, and they are not the same. Oh, jeez. I had no idea this was like your Andy Rooney episode. Tell me it's not true. Six rings. Think no, I, I see what true. you said. Okay, and in, in a new unsponsored segment called I See What You Did There, I Saw What You Did There. Okay? See? Yes. Okay. I'm like good. Yogi Bear. Uh yeah, okay. I can there's there are comparisons. I'm gonna whistle past the majority. Yeah. The 24 super, uh, World Series rings. <laughs> yeah, without yeah, I was gonna say without the pile of jewelry, the legacy, the wing dedicated to you at your respective sports hall of fame. Likeability. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> affability, gentle kindness. Uh you're alive. So um so yeah, Jimmy Carter. Hey Scott Hansen, president, not dead yet. He's going there. He'll be there soon, but he's not I, there yet. I, why, please, the man just lost his wife yesterday, for goodness sakes. Yeah, and Scott Hansen's like joining the late president and then like oh Scott. Here, he is not the late president. Oh, looks like the red zone, more like the dead zone. We'll be back after this. And then gotta, someone's gotta get in a while. <laughs> yeah, I, understandably so. I, look, it's tough. The man is just doing football jazz for seven straight hours. God bless him. You're a lot of mistake every now and again. And this is what happens, people, when there's really no news to speak of. There are no great developments with your team. You don't know who's going to be the quarterback. You'd like to actually watch three hours of entertaining football, but then you also secretly kind of, not so secretly, want your team to lose because you want to improve their draft stock because currently, in case anyone hasn't had a chance to check, there are multiple websites where you can keep up with this. I check my personal favorite, tankathon.com. As of right now... week. It is. It's time for an. Oh, I mean, this is the time if ever there were a heart. It's Thanksgiving week for sure. Your New England Patriots currently now have the number three overall pick in the 2024 draft. The first pick would go to the Chicago Bears via Carolina. Two goes to Arizona. And Arizona, by the way, they are truly doing the best job, the absolute best job of tanking. They're trying. They're scoring a little bit. Kyler Murray's running around. He's throwing long touchdown passes to Rondale Moore but they're not pushing it so far as to be like they won one game last week, which is great. Hey, Kyler's back. He'll be the quarterback. Now. I really don't think they have quarterback issues going forward, which could be good for the Patriots as well, but then they're not winning all these games. They possibly could win, which gives them a shot at like a tackle or Marvin Harrison jr. Or whoever is the player of their choosing. If the Patriots can sit here at number three, the rest of the way, they got Chicago and the giants on their heels at three and eight. And then Tennessee is three and seven, followed by the Commanders at seventh overall at four and seven. The Patriots would have their choice between, if they so choose, Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Marvin Harrison Jr. That's a pretty good spot to be in. And this, to me, looks like the only true winnable game the rest of the way. Everything else would be a, a crapshoot or a shock. But I don't see the Patriots, and they're a favorite in this game now. It dropped Andy from five and a half after the Giants won. Now it's down to three and a half at latest check on the FanDuel Sportsbook. I can't see the Patriots as a favorite the remainder of the way in any of their games. So what likelihood do you give it that they that they pull out the dub on Sunday? Actually, kind of a higher than I'd like it to be likelihood. I think there's a chance they win this game, and I think it's bad for the overall organization. Although the Houston Texans could be counterexample to that. We mm -hmm. continue to talk about this story. They have their guy, C.J. Stroud, who is not only a rookie of the year candidate is an MVP candidate is a transformational talent. It appears mm -hmm. in their locker room that they would not have taken number one overall, that they would have passed over for Bryce young, who is not appearing to be a transformational talent, at least not yet, not um, yet in everything that's going on in Carolina. 
So sometimes, you know, the chips fall, the butterfly effect. It's better to be lucky than good, whatever you want to say. Maybe they win this game and it end changes something. And there's also the um, wild card, I guess, of as of November, and which is a long, usually we don't have red flag season and like draft movement season until February, March, mm -hmm. over analysis mm -hmm. paralysis season. Mm. Caleb Williams is already dropping like a stone to the point where I get a lot of mentions. I mean, Twitter mentions where fans are like, I don't want him anymore. I wouldn't take him. I still would take him, but the combination of the losing horrific season for USC Trojans, um, the combination of him crying on his mother's shoulder, the mm -hmm. father apparently being a little bit of a ball type uh, oh, father. Oh, boy. Really? Eating oh. with the media. Like, there's a lot of um, red flags that are stacking up for Caleb Williams, which who knows? Maybe that makes him fall to three, four, five, where the Patriots can get him. Maybe you end up lucking out that way. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, in general, Regardless of the players, I still would prefer to pick as high as possible because I've told you this, not just in the first round, but I want to pick as high as possible in the second round, the mm -hmm. third round. All of it carries and, over. There's a corollary effect throughout the entire draft. Funny how that works. If I'm going to trade down, which I know is a fear of some, not really a fear of mine because I don't think Bill Belichick will be making the decision at that point. Um, I want to trade down from the highest spot. If you have the number one overall pick or the number two pick, you can get a bounty for that. And My so gosh. I want the highest pick. There are so many updated mock drafts on a now daily basis. This is bananas, yeah. Andy. On it. It's November. So, just wanted to tell it, you. It's, it's November. This is what's so crazy about it, too. People are just like mock draft obsessed. One of the highest climbers, one of the absolute highest climbers, of course, we talked about how J.J. McCarthy has been shooting up the uh, ranks and hasn't even really played his no, best thanks. football by any stretch yet. But you know who it is? Uh, Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels is, oh, yeah. is number one with a bullet. The dude had, I think, eight overall touchdowns Saturday night as the LSU just absolutely throttled, insert name of inferior talent here. Um, I think it was at Death Valley. It doesn't even really matter. They scored over 60 points. At, you know, and Jaden Daniels, like if you end up, what if you move back a little bit? You trade down, you get Jaden Daniels. Then you grab one of his receivers later on, like Malik Neighbors, or you know, I'm or just you saying. just get Harrison first, and then Daniel second down the draft. And trade up, yeah, trade up, move some equity around, make it happen, Captain. Daniels is a hot commodity guy right now. I'm not sure when this is all said and done. He will be a high first round pick. It's going to mm -hmm. be interesting. There's so many bodies too. There's going to be so many differing opinions and smoke screens and Penix and Knicks and. Daniels and mm -hmm. McCarthy. like it's just this is going to be a glorious uh, lead up to the draft like everybody ate up the Patrick Mahomes Kirk Cousins um, Marcus Mariota QB thing on Netflix mm -hmm. if the NFL is smart lock all these guys up to some sort of document to the draft path to the draft yeah. QB stay with them because you it, there's endless entertainment value information that could come from this group. And I don't know how good they are. I'm not saying it'll be, you know, Oh, that class of 2024, the best quarterback. No, no, no. I'm just saying the entertainment value leading up to, and the hype that's going to be surrounding this class. Oh, in in speculative Patriot nation, which I've said this season has turned into resignation is about to turn into speculation nation. And that's what we're going to have for months on end. Who will the Patriots target? Who will be the coach who will be making the picks who will be the subsequent targets in the draft? Who who do they have their biggest draft crush on? That's what it's going to take to be in speculation. Nation. And is this Whoville? Who? who I tell you who? honestly, 
I think a lot of Patriots fans right now, if you told them like, okay, if you, by pressing this button, you can fast forward past the next seven games. Now I know you watch each and every game and you love getting together, like getting your Dude. Papa Gino's having your, oh, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. do you Buffalo chicken dip and your Does beers? I said, uh, you used to. <laughs> I hear a lot of people that aren't entertained anymore that don't really want to watch anymore that are going. The number to the of people, Andy, during the bye, like holy smokes! Like I had a chance. Bye. Yeah, it was the bye. it was a real bye week. I mean, obviously this we weren't down the stadium. We weren't down the stadium. We weren't at the radio station as much. But I was I hosted a couple of fundraisers and did a little community work. And I'll tell you, the number of people that were just like, "Yeah, I don't even really like. I'm not even. No, it's yeah. over, and that's why." Hey, That's people, brutal. keep listening to the podcast. Yeah, the- make sure, do not tune us out because we will try to keep you entertained all the way through the holidays try. and the rest of the season. Well, we're doing our best. That's yeah. all you can ask. Well, Mac is too, sadly. I, well, speaking of Mac, I wanted to get to this before we wrap up the first leg here and then do a little Pat's Puri. Um, Which is, so I Bill O'Brien loaded for Pat's Puri. Uh, you always are. That's two, two things you can count on. Number one, you'll be have way too much energy for the podcast. And also, two. true. Yes, you will be locked and loaded for Pat's free. So Bill O'Brien, when he addressed the media early Monday morning, said he thinks Mac Jones is still working very hard. Mac Jones is fixable, and Mac Jones will play at a high level again in this league. I think to Mac Jones like has already been fixed. Oh, like a cat. I wish you'd get neutered. All right. <laughs> so uh, I ask you this. when will When will Mac Jones play again? Is it going to be this Sunday? Sunday, yeah. Oh, can you imagine the collective? I, I, no offense to any of the McCorkle family. I know his last name is Jones, but can you imagine the collective groan, sigh, etc., that's going to come from writers, fans, analysts, whomever, when they announce that Mac, you know, Mac gives us the best chance to win? Like, Pat's fans just don't want to, like, they just don't want to see this anymore. And he's not the main problem with the team. I understand that. I do. I really do. And I don't believe he is the number one problem with this team, but the collective groan that is going to come from Pat's nation. If he's announced as the starting quarterback is going to be deafening. What's the number one problem with the team? This team right now. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, a lot of things that are wrong with this team. Oh, number one. Oh, overall lack of overall lack of talent, roster depth and talent. He's part of that. He is part, but you can't just, you can't just say he has thrown, like he has contributed significant, beyond playing his part. Now I know the quarterback is the most important role in the team, but he is not the sole reason why they've lost eight games. He has contributed to that for sure. No, but if you break it up the way you did and just said overall talent, then he's mm-hmm. a big part of that. Cause you yes. failed. Oh no. Franchise. He's not a franchise QB. He's not a starting caliber QB. He's not right a now. background player. He's not just a minor supporting character who walks on and goes like, here's your pizza, sir. I mean, like he is a, like he's, he's a lead. Chef. If yeah, all the he's waiters a lead are character. good and the chef sucks, the food blows, right? Right. Yeah. The waiter can be the best waiter in the world. Beautiful. You your drink is always full, everything. Uh-huh. But if the food blows because the chef sucks. blows, then the restaurant blows, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay, thank you. No one goes for the service. No. I no. mean, you want good service. No, you go to places like, oh, horrible service. The, the decor is terrible. My feet stuck to the floor. Man, you should try this pizza. Exactly. Wow, what a steak. And that's the quarterback position. Like, that's the same reality of the quarterback position. He's not the only problem, right? But he's the most important part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, there we are, folks. It looks like uh, things may very well be trending towards Mac Jones getting back under center after the bye week. Sunday after Thanksgiving, 1 o'clock at MetLife Stadium. How do you feel about it? 
Who would you rather see? Give us a shout at Six Rings Pod at Jumbo Hart at Fitzy GFY. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Personally, I'd like to see Greer just because I think Andy would prefer to see above all Andy. I can't be a snark and say Malik Cunningham because he's apparently not even allowed to uh, compete for this job. He's over at receiver somewhere, a scout team. <sighs> Give me Mac Jones. For real? I, well, I don't know what you want me to tell. I don't. Zappy stinks. But let stinks. him go out and stink for the whole game. Let him go stink well, the Mac game. Only and then stinks every- for like, you know, 25 when it counts. Yeah. yeah, but when it counts, the really it really matters where the rubber meets the road at critical at critical mass. I mean, either way, all I really want them to do is hand the ball to Ramondre Stevenson because he's been running fun the last couple of weeks, like trying to run people over and explosively. So and then like a quick throw to Demario Douglas. So I don't know. Flip a freaking coin. Although there's you need a three sided coin. <laughs> Maybe is there a dice you can get grab from a Dungeons and Dragons set? I don't, know. I don't want to watch any of these three guys play quarterback on an NFL field right and now. And there's no other. The crazy thing is there's no other new player. It's not like, hey, this week we're going to elevate and start blank or guess who's coming back from injury. Like it's the same sorted cast of characters. Oh, don't say that. J.C. Jackson could be back. Oh, boy. Wait. You, I mean, he could be. He's a former could all pro, J.C. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, right, INT. Let's get, let's get to, <laughs> Mr. I don't want to see is exactly who he, and I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't much longer for this team as well. That's All right. That'll do for the first leg. Let's get to the Pats Puri. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, there's no sounder. There's no production that goes with us getting into Pat's Pre. It's just me telling you it's time for the rest of the news, notes, and nuggets that surround the greatest nation in the world, Pat's Nation. Here we go. What else didn't make the pod? Andy's doing his magical moves and his voodoo dance right now. Just trying to put a little life into this season. Uh, so, yeah, we mentioned earlier, no, no players are coming back. Nothing special. However, you know, Jack Jones left last week. He made his way to the Raiders after he was released by the Patriots. Did you, uh, people tried to make something of like his Instagram story where it was like a high five between him or low five between him and Antonio Pierce on the sideline. He was at the Miami game where the Raiders lost 20 to 13 Sunday at, uh, hard rock stadium. And it said something along the lines of like, great to be back with the best coach in the land or the best coach in America. I mean, come on, whatever. I I mean, who cares? I don't really care about Jack Jones. I don't really care about this idea that he did it intentionally. And it was like some inside job to land him in Vegas with Antonio Pierce. Like don't care. Don't care. 
if it is, it was the long con because he's turned himself into a dink for like 15 years. So like it was really wow. preparing for this moment all the way along. <laughs> that's a major um, deep fake. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's that's a commit. That's a commitment to the bit. I always say you got to committing to the, to bit. the bit. Yes, that is that is Hall of Fame caliber commit to the bit. Um, speaking of uh, uh, stories, sort of West Coast, East Coast, a team that mm. moved. Mm. Um has ever a team looked like it is looks and sounded more ready for Bill Belichick to take over than the Los Angeles Chargers and I, Brendan Staley? How can you possibly think there is any other clubhouse favorite or front runner past the Chargers at this point? I mean, and I think Brendan Staley agrees too. Like he feels the pressure. The way he lost his cool in his post game press conference. I'll be calling the defensive plays around here. See, yeah. and then he what, went what so far dink. to say we didn't lose because of the defense. Uh, coach so you're are you pointing fingers coach because i don't now, think that's conduct that's, that's, of a head that coach. is not conduct that is not that is not in the best interest of the football team to no. use a, a quintessential belichickism you he don't say we didn't lose because of the defense now hey listen you know it's he also was active in the selection of quentin johnston who i swear had the packers at minus two and a half because he is streaking down the sideline all he's got to do is catch that ball that's an 85 yard touchdown and the and the chart or ADR touchdown, the Chargers win. Herbert couldn't have thrown it any better at that point. Hey, you win as a team, you lose as a team. But this guy is an absolute putz, has no business being a head coach, should have been relieved of his services and duties after they blew a 27 point lead in the wild card round to the Jaguars. Yeah, he stinks. He's awful. Go do your weird sideline yoga somewhere else. But I just thought it was funny the week. So in the last two weeks, they allowed historically um, good rushing and then historically good or or seasonally good passing from the opponent mm -hmm. to really kick their ass. And, you know, that has nothing to do with the defense. They didn't lose because of the defense or so the defense no, play no, no. coordinator and that and that to coincide with um, Gary Myers saying the Chargers are the leading mm -hmm. candidate. Like mm -hmm. there's just it's like too perfect. It's all coming. The only thing is. You have to wait. Like if you're Justin Herbert, you're like, wait a minute, we can't get Belichick this week. I still ask that question, by the way. Does the trade ride out the season with this dink? No, that's awful. That's like, you know, oh. sleeping with your wife, even though you know the divorce is coming. Like, ew. Wow, that got very, that got a little more intense for everybody than I think they were prepared sure for. That happens, right? It, it probably happens. Uh yeah, the Chargers are just wasting a potentially great season or at least a good season with this knucklehead as the head coach. You had the Gary Myers lead last week. You had Dan Orlovsky saying he heard, he had heard that the destination was already in place and locked in. Boomer Esiason, I listened on Sunday on WEI to the Boomer and Valenti, whatever you call that, NFL roundup show. And uh, Valenti asked Boomer right off the top, like, is you know, what are your what are your sources telling you? What are you hearing? And Boomer sort of yes anding Orlovsky didn't say I can guarantee Belichick won't be back, but he said it would surprise him. So, you know, that means Boomer Esiason doesn't want to get out over his skis or be the guy that has brings all the national attention and heat on himself. But he's heard things, too. He knows. I, I it was, it, it, So it just makes me wonder, like, why uh, there are the people like Bill Burr that are defending Bill Belichick out the wazoo and ad nauseum, which is hilarious. To, what a clown. That's that's I mean, he's a great comedian, but I happen to particularly disagree with his take on this one. That's fine. Uh, but like. For people to say, like, why would Belichick leave or why would the Patriots and Belichick part ways or why would there be a breakup? Like, have you not watched not only this season, but the last several years? Like sometimes people, you just have to know when to say when. And everything is 71. People also don't include 
if this were a hiccup in the middle of his potential 30-year NFL career, like if he were 15 years in, 18 years in, and you're like, oh, yeah, but he's only 61 or 59 or whatever. He's 71. Like, the end is very near to his coaching career. So it makes no sense here, which is why I also think it makes no sense. Like, there were more... um, I don't want to say rumors, like even speculation that Frank Reich might be out in Carolina and that Tepper as a, you know, a new age billionaire owner might make a run at Belichick. It makes no sense to me. Why would Belichick go to Carolina? Nah, he's got plenty. He's got, he's got plenty of money to whatever degree. All right. Don't sing anymore. We're going to have to pay rights and fees. Uh, (laughs) We don't have those. Yeah, we do not have that. We do not have, there's not enough budget on that. No, it's not. Uh, uh, we can't ask Uncle FanDuel for the money to pay because Andy kept singing a song by the OJs. So, no, I mean, Belichick is, Belichick's next and final move would be a highly logical one to go someplace where there is winning on the horizon, where there is a chance to go to the playoffs or make a Super Bowl run with talent entrenched in a couple of draft picks. It doesn't make any sense in the world to go someplace where you'd have to rebuild all over again. That's why only a team like either the Chargers or the Bears, where they have a boatload of draft picks coming up and more money than God. Cowboys. You still think? When the Cowboys fail to achieve. When they lose in the divisional round again this year, yep. The Cowboys question that I've continued to bring up is, again, this is the big question, the contract. Um, I've had some lawyers speculate the idea that. um, Lawyers? Yeah, that Robert doesn't lose these contracts and that he will have some uh, leverage as this plays out, regardless of whatever the last year is. Because I've also heard others Mm. ponder, um, speculate, oh, no, I'm sure the last year is like a mutual agreement and they can both get out and there won't be compensation. And I think the Cowboys are a team where Robert would um, not like to see Bill succeed right away. Not that he wants to necessarily see him win a Super Bowl right away, but the Cowboys, I think, would uh, hit different, as the kids say. Because of Jarrah, because of Jarrah Jones. Yes, hundred um, percent. So that is a layer there, and um, the other team that, uh, if I'm going to stick with the Fitzy dated, I'm trying to be too cool references um, mm-hmm. that enters the chat occasionally yeah, in the still, speculation. It's still current enoughish. Okay, um, is Buffalo? Because if Buffalo stinks and you're getting rid what? of McDermott, yeah, would Bill go there to try to win with Josh Allen? Or the flip side? Well, Buffalo looked pretty good this week by dominating the Jets and Josh Allen's back and Joe Brady's got him going in the right direction. So they are sort of in that Buffalo uh, Dallas world of Mm -hmm. tell me how the Buffalo season ends. And I'll tell you if they could be a candidate for Bill Belichick to land there, because in terms of talent and being a higher end competitor right now, they certainly Mm -hmm. make sense. I could never, ever in my wildest dreams see Bill Belichick say, I'm going to trade. I mean, I know. Bledsoe went there. Is he really going to go where he sent Bledsoe 20 years ago? Why not? Because he sees Josh. I could see Bill fitting in. No flash, no glamour, no glitz. Buffalo Bill. Bill, There you go. It's already there. And look at him. He goes to He sticks to Marv Levy by doing something Marv Levy could never do. I don't think he likes Marv Levy. And and you know who doesn't think he likes Marv Levy? Mrs. Levy. Mrs. Levy. She does not like Bill Belichick. She does not like. I love her. She's my, like, that's a wife, damn it. Yeah. That is a damn wife. Exactly. That show show me someone who will defend you like the way that well Rosalind Carter used to Rosalind Carter used to always defend Jimmy Carter R.I.P. Oh, the late rest in peace, Jimmy. 
<clears throat> oh, geez, Scott. Oh, wait, is, I'm being told by Scott Hansen that he screwed up. He's not cheesy. He's yeah, not okay. Good. Yeah, well, th this just in. Uh, yeah, okay, Buffalo. Okay, that's a fun. It won't happen, but that's for the, for the here and the now and of the moment. That's you actually like kind the of Bears one more than I do because I I don't know how close the Bears are to winning. Yeah, but they just look at the capital though. Look at those draft picks. Do they have Two of the top four picks? I think they kind of doish. You, but you, Bill probably you doesn't have a quarterback. You either do or you don't. You're not kind of pregnant, and you don't kind of have a quarterback. Uh, I think they do. And a, a one that's good. I think they have a quarterback that's good enough. Is that's he a quarterback to win? Justin Fields, the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl. I guess he should try to win more games than he loses first, and stay yeah. healthy enough on the field. Yeah. Justin Fields doesn't strike me as Bill Belichick's type of quarterback, so that would probably be a gut replacement well, type of. The flip side of that is we always talk about when Bill falls in love with somebody because they whoop his team's ass. You mm -hmm. know, Devontae Parker, I got to go get him kind of deal. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, the Bears certainly looked pretty good last year, right, against the Patriots. Sure the did. Zappy game. So oh, that was a good one. Maybe Bill does like the Bears. Hey, how about this? Just to make everything even crazier, what if Bill I Belichick – how about this? Let's just get even crazier. This ties into a news item I wanted to discuss as well as where Bill Belichick could go. Um, what if Belichick, what if Robert Sala's time is over with the Jets and though Bill Belichick hates the Jets more than he holds disdain for the New England media and beyond, what if he says, you know what? Because the Zach Wilson era is over. The butt stumble was the end. That's it. Fare thee well. Oh, that's the end? Because that's pretty sad if that's the end. <laughs> It was none of the inept play for the last three years on the football field. It was, oh, he stumbled when he was trying to go to the huddle. Dude suck. Oh, my God. He just cannot. He, he ain't it, kid. He ain't it. Uh, no Riz. He mid. He ain't it. Whatever the kids are saying. I think he's got Riz. Uh, hey, my, I, well, he's shtup and his mother's friends. Wow. All right. Easy. Jeez. What? You can't say shtup? I, I, we just don't need to remind people that he was a MILF hunter for a while or still could Why? be for all we know. Yeah. All right, let's stick to the topics on field. Okay. Look sorry. what's happened to this Patriots season. We're wondering if Zach Wilson is having relations with his mom's friends. Uh, what if Belichick was like, you know what? I've always wanted to work with Rodgers. They have a great defense in place. I can go coach that D. I can bring in a couple players on offense. Wham. I'll do it. I'll do it with the Jets just to absolutely infuriate Kraft and everyone else. Why not? Full heel turn. I absolutely think it's a possibility. Um, there was even some, someone was promoting it as like, could it be the most likely scenario? He he has no. a thing for Rodgers. Rodgers is coming back. They have mm -hmm. a, a championship caliber defense that he could have mm -hmm. fun with and really mm -hmm. um, manipulate into to success. He's in New York where he once was. That's the New York team that's actually closer to winning right now than the Giants. He could stick it to Kraft. Like, He's close to Nantucket. Like this, what, so what his mentor Bill Parcells did because Parcells went Giants, Parcells Patriots win Jets. in New York. Which, oh. if you remember, Gary Myers in one of his reports said that Parcells wouldn't necessarily advise Bill to go to Dallas because Parcells wouldn't want to see Bill win in Dallas when, when Parcells couldn't win in Dallas. Well, this might be a way to stick it to the whole world and say, I'm the best Bill, I'm the best coach, stick it to Brady, like the whole thing. If you want to talk about heel turn, and by the way, it makes sense. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy, they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. They have, you know, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, who Garrett Wilson, I would appreciate more than negative points. I know you're. Yeah, thanks a lot. That only cost me a fantasy game this week. Are you kidding I me? I, I was pissed. About Freaking that. killing me. Um, 
but no, I I actually think that would be would be Belichickian. Let's just say that it would be Belichickian. You imagine any any just slides a cocktail napkin across the table. I accept the position as HC of the NYJ BB. Yep. Wow. It would be. It would be. I mean, just in terms of storylines, Andy, no Patriots fans were not trying to make you throw up in your mouth or pull the car over and scream or, you know, you know, spit up in your soup. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just we're fu- I don't know. I don't know. It's just I was trying to figure out what people might be eating overrated. at the time. Listen. Uh, that's Shime's take. Come on. By the way, side uh, soup isn't overrated if you make the right kind of soup, number one. And number two, um, good it, uh, split pea soup, I tomato like soup. Lentil soup, soup Italian wedding soup, Italian uh, wedding soup minestrone, minestrone, chicken noodle. See, but they're there, all they all have ceilings. They are like no lentil soup. Lentil's my favorite. Ew. What? I'd rather split have pea soup is amazing. Pea soup is great. Okay, now do stews and chowders count as soups? No. How about chilies? No. What are they? I Their think a things? soup has a broth base, has a thin base. Yeah, I think I that's hate, what makes it a soup. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, then uh, Rhode Island or Manhattan clam chowder is more sort of like a thin. That's a chowder. You could isn't, argue that you could argue that's a soup without isn't a chowder. A, a chowder is a soup, is it not? This is definitely the best part of the podcast, by the, the way. The thin, <laughs> you're right. The the local because that's how they do it in Westport, where I keep my boat. The local chowder, like the old timers mm-hmm. make as no is not creamy. It's it's a clear liquid broth based chowder with cohogs and see, potatoes that, and onions. Yeah, see that's it sounds delicious, but that's not a chowder. That's a it's soup. Very good. Okay, so I would call I I actually agree with you because I think if it's a thin brothy mm-hmm. base, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. a soup, and soup has a ceiling. Yeah, I don't know. Well, how about gazpacho? Do you like a nice summer gazpacho? No. Ew. What? Gross. Oh, Andy, come on. Oh, we've got work to do with you. Little. Uh, can we talk uh, about the um, other issue of the week, notable sure. potpourri, Pat's Puri? Yeah. Um, this idea, which I didn't know you added a layer of it for me, but so Rob Ninkovich was over in Germany as a mm-hmm. uh, friend of the organization. They had alumni doing neat greets, all those doing, things. Yeah, doing an ambassadorial capacity yeah. type of gig. Weird. They didn't invite you. What happened? Yeah. It's funny how that didn't work out huh? right in the nuts. That wasn't cool. No, I was not. The one I you was... really want to go to cross mm-hmm. the pond, have some beers. Like, and now you're stuck. Anyway, Not, um, wait, so you busted Rob out a bad British accent to talk about going to Germany. Okay. Yeah. I don't really have a German accent. Yeah. I mean, that's I fine. You gotta be careful when you go down the road of German accents. Like yeah. there's a third mm-hmm. rail for me that I try to avoid. Uh, generally. Well, it's, it's a third something. I'm not as dumb as I look. Um, All right. So you got the right stuff. <laughs> nope. We're not doing that. That's not, not, we're not doing that. You can do what you want, but I'll find a new co-host. That's fine. I'm sure I can find. I I, I replaced Hannibal. I can replace you. I'll find somebody else. I'll replace Hannibal, um, Shime, all of them. Jesus. true. Um, this is turning into the Spinal Tap drummer position now. A little bit. Uh, uh, but uh, the Rob Ninkovich was over there. He spent some time in the craft box, apparently, during the game. He went on his uh, Ninko and Dan, Dan and Ninko, whatever the hell mm-hmm. it is, podcast. Dan and Ninko, and- yep. Basically said the crafts are pissed and that specifically Jonathan Kraft uh, verbalized how bad he thinks his team is that Robert Kraft was a little more even keeled, which is obviously those are our, their character traits. Jonathan's mm-hmm. a little more volatile and Robert's a little more cool minded. We saw uh, resignation, as you said, on Robert Kraft's mm-hmm. face and his big poofy jacket when he bowed his head. Um and then you uh, brought some information today about this um, content from the uh, podcast. Yeah, I'm looking right now on the Dan and Ninko page. Um, 
And I do not see, I do not see uh, the same reel that you are speaking in reference to that went viral, uh, wherein uh, Rob Ninkovich relayed the stories and the reactions and the feelings of Jonathan and Robert Kraft from the owner's booth at the game in Frankfurt. It was uh, on their page. It went viral pretty quick, and it is no longer available wherein he relayed this information. I think someone may have reached out and said, hey, could you do the organization a solid? Could you could you pull down the one where you're talking about Mr. K and Jonathan in the booth? Like, I mean, you were you were privy to something special. We were kind of hoping that you wouldn't relay. That's a that's a what happens at Waldenstadt stays in the Waldenstadt or in the family, at least kind of thing. So I'm 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 not surprised, but it caught me by surprise when I saw it. But now it definitely, 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 definitely. Which I think is interesting because I believe this is a Mm -hmm. good thing for Robert and Jonathan Kraft to have out there. Um, I've always said Robert Kraft is the patriarch of Patriot Nation. And guess what? Everybody in Patriot Nation, almost to a man, a woman, a child, is pissed right now, is not happy, thinks their team stinks, Mm -hmm. wants change. And I think it would be good because Robert's taken some barbs. We've talked about it on the Six Rings podcast as well as on Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. There's people saying Robert needs to step down. He's lost his way. He's not as oh. invested. He doesn't care. And so I actually think it, it's a good thing for both Robert and Jonathan Kraft for mm-hmm. fans to realize, yes, they are very emotional right now. They're tied into the losing the way you are as a fan. They are disgusted. They are angry, whatever. And generally, when you're disgusted, angry, upset, you it it motivates you you do something right. about it, right you change something so i think as much as ninko maybe crossed a line which is a line i used to live when i worked at mm-hmm. gillette stadium it's if you see it because you're an employee it's not necessarily reportable right if you're, right if you're seeing behind closed doors it's you're an employee at that moment you're not a reporter you're not an analyst so right. they cross that line i actually think it's a good thing for the crafts to be um projecting this out there that they are pissed they're emotional and they're disc- and they're not gonna take it anymore ah they're mad as hell and they're not gonna take it yeah look that's good showing a little fight which the team doesn't show nearly as much of on the field i good that means your owners care that means your owners are invested that means your owners are going to make change now there can be the skeptical of us in pat's nation andy who can say yeah but mr Kraft also issued like a tersely worded email to season ticket members the day after the season ended against Buffalo back in January. And then Tuesday night, there was a, a press release, a Tuesday night, two days after the season ended press release saying the hunt is on for a coordinator. We're holding on to Gerard Mayo. This is unacceptable on my watch. This is Foxborough. And where are we now in oh. the middle of the worst season in 20 years, tw- over 20 years, if not oh. longer. We're in the midst of the foundation of the next great Patriots team as you acquire a top three picked in the draft and changes everything. Sometimes you got to go back down to the bottom where a lot of the flavor is to get back to the top or appreciate just how good you had it. Hmm? Excuse me? No, that's what I always say. Like the flavors on the bottom. What are you, Stephen A. Smith? No, 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 no. I'm saying that like speaking of chowders once again, like where's all the good stuff usually in those soups? It goes to the bottom. You ever have um, you ever have muscles, Andy? Uh, I actually have very rarely had mussels. Weird. Where you like with the broth, with all that stuff, you dip the toast down in there. It's so good. Sometimes when you have like nachos, the good stuff gets to the bottom. Like, so you know what I'm saying? Like the flavors on the bottom, like the fans, the people That's that like have the most flavor. 
All right. Well, I can see where this podcast is going and or where it has gone. Andy is going to take like 45 minutes of professionalism. (laughs) I only have so much in me. All right. That's just enough for everybody. So this has been the latest episode of Six Rings and Football Things. We have caught you up on the Pats Paris. We have previewed to a degree the Giants game. We have reset the table for what should be an interesting week indeed. We'll be back in two days with our preview episode a day early because we, like you, will be sitting back putting on our get fat pants, celebrating with our family, having some beverages, watching football, sitting down to the great feast. Where are you going to be having your uh, turkey this year, Hart? I will be at my, we are hosting after uh, we have a 10 o'clock high school football game, Mm -hmm. big game. And then we'll be hosting uh, mid-afternoon friends and family for some turkey and some pie. Uh, What time do you eat usually? Are you an early eater or a late eater? We're usually a two thirty, three o'clock. Two thirty. Wow. So that's, That's like a, that's like a, a, almost like brunch, like, or like the dinner brunch dunch. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's cause you get in that weird world when we get back from football, you know, the game's at 10. So that ends in the 12 o'clock hour we get back and then you have a few hors d'oeuvres and then you're starting to get tired, mm-hmm. but you're hungry. It's a weird time. I, it, it's good and time. People, by the way, who don't hors d'oeuvre people that like starve themselves on the way to the Thanksgiving table. Like that, it's not how it works. Like you got to start stretching that stuff, get it revved up, get it ready to roll. I'm going to start early in the morning. We're planning a little uh, pre-high school football game tailgate where I'm. That's what I'm talking about. 8 a.m. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Some bevs and bites before the game. Indeed. Enjoy the game. And then you come home. Some more hors d'oeuvres. The turkey's in the oven. Hopefully you don't leave the house with an abandoned turkey in the oven. God knows how that could go. Uh, Yes. We have Thanksgiving to look forward to. So much to be thankful for. We'll run through all of our superlatives of the things that we're thankful for on the next episode, as well as give you our bet of the week, preview the game, and this and that and everything else. All right, that'll wrap it up for the podcast. Andy gave you his most professional 45. I'll let you guys be the judge of that. For Chirp, for Hart, this is Fitzy. This has been Six Rings and Football Things, sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash Six Rings to take advantage of their fabulous same-game parlay promos, no-sweat-first bets, and beyond. We've been brought to you by WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Until the next episode, take care of each other. Happy Thanksgiving week, everybody. Good day, God bless, and go Pat.